You know those weeks where nothing ever goes as planned? Yeah, I'm having one of those because I planned to have this episode recorded last week, ready to go, not recording at 10 o'clock the night before it's going to be released, but that's the way it is. So definitely had an unexpected dead car battery. I had my husband out of town, which, you know, is fine, but causes a little more uh, details and logistic planning on my side, getting all the kids everywhere. Had an injury on the soccer field that pushed me back and um, quite honestly, just feeling exhausted and not inspired to record this episode. So I had one that was a little more serious and I, I just couldn't go there with my mental space to feel energized to um, record on that episode. And so I was texting Matt. Again, he's out of town right now. And so I thought, all right, give me some ideas for what I can do for this episode. And I thought he gave me a really good idea So he also asked me to give him credit. So (laughs) this episode definitely goes to Matt. And he said, why don't you share what you do at home to help make everyone have a smoother afternoon when their kids get off the bus and you go on with your day all together. And I thought that is a great episode. I can definitely help you all with that. So come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. This episode is going to talk about being more intentional with our afternoon and after those school hours when our children come back home and we have a lot to cover in those times. They want to talk, they want to eat, we have to get things done, we have to run to our activities, maybe we have meetings, maybe we are working and we have to come home from work. And then face all that. We have to get dinner prepared. We want to sit at dinner, go through a bedtime routine. We all know there's a ton of stuff that has to happen after dinner. And I think we can set the, or after school. And I think we can set the stage and set ourselves up for success if we just do a few things 
ahead of time that we are consciously thinking about that we can be intentional with and that feel so simple and they are so easy. They don't require much planning, not much effort. We just have to pay attention to what we're doing. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk about 10 things that I think every one of us can do. Do I do this perfectly? No. Do I do it every day? Absolutely not. But When we implement these things into our home and stick with them, do they help? Yes, they absolutely do. And it's like anything we do for our families. We know these things go in seasons. I think that, you know, we can't keep up with everything all the time. And we have different systems that work really, really well. And there are some that we just (laughs) fall off track on and that is okay. So I'm sure when I talk about all 10 of these, some of them are going to speak to you right away and you're going to either say, yeah, we already do that. That works awesome. Or, oh my gosh, that's so simple. Why didn't I think of doing that? Or great, I can do that right away. And the other one, I know I can kind of put in my back pocket as a tool that I can pull out sometimes. That's awesome. Do that. Use this however you want. And I want to say it reminds me of our placemats. And I'm going to do a shameless plug here, but I think our (laughs) together for, or our together placemats are just like that. You're not going to use those all the time, but you're going to pull them out. It's a pack of 40. So you can keep it in your car. You can keep it at your house. You can tear them out as you go to a restaurant. You can pull one out at your dinner table. You can take one on a car road trip if you want, and your child can just put it on a you know, a tray in front of them or whatever they use to draw on in the car and things like that. But it's it's such a, a unique together product that is going to instantly connect you without being awkward or feeling like you have to dig super deep, super fast. It's just really fun. It gives you activities where the kids can draw. There's a couple tic-tac-toe boards. You make lists together about different family things that you want to do or you enjoy or your 10 words in your unique family language. There are sticker prompts on there. There's activities to draw on the back. It's such a neat product. Definitely go check that out, togethermoments.com. And if you haven't gotten one, order one for your family. I promise you are going to love them. They're going to bring so much fun. And it's definitely an activity you can do right after school at snack time. And if you think someone else would love it, definitely share it with them too. So let's get on to the 10 things that I think will definitely make your afternoon after school smoother and just open the door for some deeper connections. So let's start with leaving or the kids leaving the house in the morning. I think that like anything, um, we have to plan ahead, right? So what is one thing you know will alleviate any stress when they walk in the door? Well, for our household, if we have clean counters, that helps so much. Do I always have clean counters? Well, no. But when I do, do I feel the result, the consequence of that, the positive consequence? Absolutely. So when your children leave for school, can you take those 10 extra minutes to clean the counters? Why am I having so much trouble saying that? I don't know. (laughs) But 
Or do you have to take 25 minutes because you're also cleaning up from last night's dinner? That is okay. Don't worry about that. Don't put the extra stress on yourself. It happens to all of us. But can you clean the counters? Okay, do that because then you are setting it up for just that environment when they get home (laughs) to put the next clutter on there, right? The water bottles, the lunch bags, the homework, the papers you have to sign, all that. But it won't add to what's already there. Now, that leads to number two. One thing that we have done in our family, um, we did this a lot when the kids are, were little, and I have to say we have fallen away from this, but I think when they're little, this works really well. Although, now that I'm talking about it, I should get back to this because the, ki- the big kids need it too. But we would just simply have a little sticker, not a together sticker, but a little piece of um, tape Actually, I'll do a little product plug here. We use what's called, we call it teacher tape. I got it from a teacher store a long time ago, but it's Mavelous tape. It's M-A-H-V-E, V-E-L-O-U-S, I think. Um, it, It doesn't take the paint off the wall. So you can use that. You can stick it up. It peels off really easily. But we would have just four little squares with our kids' initials. Our children happen to have all different initials. So we would put that up on the counter and then they have to put their cup in that one spot. So we didn't have 10 cups all day or 15 cups or whatever it might be because they got one cup in the morning at breakfast and that's what they used. So you could do that. That would be my number two strategy for helping the afternoon because then you you do that in the morning. You put their cup where it goes. When they come in from school, they get that cup. And uh, doesn't that feel so good not to have to put all those cups into the dishwasher at the end of the night or wash them or just see them all over the counter or stray ones in the family room or bedrooms or you know how that goes. So that would be my number two tip. Number three, make a conscious effort to have a stopping point with whatever you're into for the day before your kids come home. Now, I I know not everybody is working from home or a stay-at-home mom or anything. So adjust these things to help your family for the day, however it might be, because all of these are elements that have to happen whether you're home when your kids get home from school or not. So just tweak it to work for your family. So again, number three, make a conscious effort to have a stopping point if you are in the middle of your work from home job or you're just doing laundry or you're doing something else at home or you're out with a friend. Make sure that when your kids are getting off the bus that you are there and you can give them 30 minutes of your time, let's say, or whatever is required of you before you go on with everything else for the day. So you're going to have to consciously plan out your day and make that. I know it seems simple, but I don't think it's as easy as we think. Set a timer on your phone, pay attention to that, have stopping points. That leads to number four. As you're thinking about that, what you have going on for the day, Think about what snack you can have ready for your children when they walk in the door. That is an instant way to create connection that matters 
and invites your children to stay in the same room as you when they get home from school. They don't automatically go straight up to their room. They don't run into the next thing or start stressing out about something at school because they see the snack and they're hungry and they want to dive into it. And so it allows them to sit with you and their siblings you all focus together and you can just talk and connect and see where the conversation takes you. So number four, have that snack ready. Your children have still not come home from school yet because number five has to do with something that you want to prep before they come home as well. This would be if you have younger children. Now, You can maybe adjust this for some older kids too, junior high, depending on what they're into, what they enjoy doing, if they need that break right when they get home from school. But for the little kids, one thing that I think my kids respond very well to when they're younger is having little stations set up in the playroom all over, you know, the hallway, your family room, the kitchen, whatever it is. And these are just little stations that are quick simple and fun for your child that maybe they haven't gotten into in a while. So some examples would be, let's say you have five stations set up. One is just um, like a coloring station, a coloring book that they haven't gotten out in a while and maybe colored pencils they love or sparkle crayons or something that they have that they haven't seen in a while. Another activity could be Like any kind of learning game, uh, we have hot dots. I don't know. If you guys don't have those, you should definitely order them. I don't even know if they are popular anymore, but when my two older ones were younger, we had a bunch of those, and they're super fun, and they're little learning cards, and you put um, like a pen thing over top, and you press it down, and it dings if it's the right answer. It's like three choices on the card, and you hit a black dot, and anyway... So something like Hot Dots would be a great little activity center. Another one would be a puzzle that they haven't done in a while. Another one could be watercolor paints, which you set up a tablecloth on the ground and and you let them do that there. Another one could be Play-Doh in a little tray that they can play with. Another one could be like Hot Wheels and they make a little track with popsicle sticks or something. Another one could be uh, like, you know, little plastic cups or Dixie cups and they get to stack them as little towers. You can come up with that so quickly. This is not to stress you out. It's not a ton of prep work. Just take five minutes, look where your crafts are, where your art supplies are, where your games, puzzles, toys, and grab a couple of things and set up these little centers and then tell them to switch or say, just start wherever you want. And then you can go to this one. And that is a great thing to set up if you do have stuff to do when your children get home and you don't want to fully ignore them. (laughs) You want them to think that you thought of them. And this will be a special thing that they can definitely do. And that would, of course, be after you connect with them a little bit over the snack and you guys talk and then you set this up and it's a win-win. They think it's really cool. Okay, so now you have thought of all the things that will help out before they get home from school so you've gotten these things ready. Number six them then is meet them at the bus stop. If you can, go out and meet them every single day. Stand at the end of that driveway, 
If they are at another stop up the street, go wait for them there and let them know that you're excited to see them no matter their age and just hang out, give them a hug, say, hey, how was your day? Whatever it might be, meet them, greet them at the school bus. I think that, you know, there does come a time where maybe they don't want you there or whatever, but you could sit on your front porch and wait for them. You can do these things to let them know you're excited for them to be home. Number seven, when they come in the door, if they have a lunch bag, if they have a water bottle, get that emptied. Put the ice packs away. Put the little containers they took in their lunch bag directly into the sink. These things help put them in a routine, give them a habit that's a good habit, make them wash them themselves, and it sets you up for success for the next day. So have a place where those things go and you're not running crazy the next morning. Number eight, this is really good, especially with the older ones, is have a homework recap. So what I do with my older kids is I make them tell me exactly what homework, what subjects they have homework in, and how many minutes they estimate it will take them to get it done. I have one child in particular that needs to stay focused on that, and I have sheets that I made up. I just printed them off. They're half sheets of paper, and I have her write down. It has every subject on there, little boxes, and she writes in what she has in that subject and the estimated time it will take. That way she knows what she has ahead of her for the afternoon and she can see exactly how much time it's going to take and how she needs to plan her time. And then that alleviates the frustration. So we're handling all these problems before they even come along, which for some kids is homework frustration. And they didn't think something was going to take as long as it did, but it took longer or they forget that this quiz is tomorrow. So I know that takes a lot of prompting and sometimes even writing it down doesn't always mean that they won't forget that quiz, but it does help. And with the little ones, you can, you know, immediately get their homework out and lay it out on the counter or the kitchen table, wherever they do theirs on their desk and have that prepared for when they're ready to do it. Number nine I don't know if we all have this, but I'm thinking all of us have one of those chatty childs, childs, one of those chatty children who wants to tell every detail of the story, every little thing that happened. And they are so excited to tell us. And we definitely want to make us make, make it sound like we're interested and, and not be involved with other things but we know it's difficult sometimes to stay engaged. This is where I want to encourage the stop, drop, and fold method (laughs) where you stop what you're doing, you physically drop it, and you fold your hands and give them your eye contact. I think that phrase cannot be used too often. We have to remember to do that and train ourselves (laughs) to have a lot of self-control in those situations as parents sometimes. Sometimes so that we do not forget to give them our attention and that we make them feel special and that those stories are important and we want to hear them. And the truth is 
I know we all do want to hear them. We want to stay involved with our children's lives. We want to know all these little details. We want to know the little nuances of their day and all the quirky things that happen in their classroom. And it's good to know all that. But we have to be focused when we hear those or we'll we'll forget or we won't even know. And our child will think we were listening and we weren't. And you know they'll reference it later and we'll pretend we know what they're talking about and we'll feel guilty because we have no clue because we weren't listening to the story to begin with. I know it can be hard and every day we're not going to be perfect at that and we definitely have other things going on and we cannot give them our undivided attention all the time. But for the moments that we can and we want to and we know we should use the stop, drop, and fold method. Finally, number 10 For our little ones who are so tired at the end of that day and they just want to sit down in front of the TV and quite honestly, sometimes we want them to just sit in front of the TV and just kind of relax there, veg out. I want to give you a really good alternative that I have started doing with Nathan and it is going so well and he loves it. He brought a chapter book home from school and he's only in the first grade. He can't read a chapter book right now. And he said, well, we were allowed to check them out. So I wanted to, and I thought, okay, well, I really have to read this to him then because I want him to enjoy it and see how fun chapter books are. So I had told him, okay, we are not doing any TV any day till we finish this book. And he was so excited. And so what we do is we lay down on his bed and We hold the chapter book up in the air (laughs) because that's fun and we get cozy and we just read the book. That's kind of our thing. So think of a book that you liked growing up uh, that is fun for you or invite your child to pick one out of their teacher's classroom or from the the school library or go to the public library, whatever, and read a chapter book together set it up where you're reading for 15 or 20 minutes and you stop and there's suspense and you talk about what you think they think will happen, what you think will happen and just make it a really fun bonding moment. And I guarantee at some point as you read these chapter books to your children over and over, you're going to see that your other children want to join in and then it becomes a family affair and you can read these chapter books as a whole family and I think that's so fun when we get into that it's something that I think we can forget to do it seems so easy but we don't always pause to do that and you know maybe think of some series that you liked as a kid uh some a series that we read with our kids when they were little were the um runaway let's see, Runaway Ralph, Ralph and the Motorcycle. If you guys know that, it's Beverly Cleary. Such a sweet little series. I read it when I was a kid and I remember loving it. I think there's three in the in the series, but that's a great one. Charlotte's Web, of course, Chronicles of Narnia. Um, we read the Winnie the Pooh movie as a book. That was a really cute read aloud. I'm trying to think. We've read a lot of... Um, a lot of Cam Jansen books out loud. I think the mystery ones are good for the little ones because those are suspenseful and they get excited trying to figure out the clues. So that's just a great way to stay engaged. 
I'm sure that I could think of 10 more if I sat here long enough, and you probably could too. And if you do have some good ideas for this episode in particular, send me a DM or email me, hop over to our Facebook group, Strong and Faith-Filled Families for Today's Mom, and you can share with us your ideas. But as always, I hope that this episode and all of these just help you create more intentional moments and strengthen your family and your faith because I know that is what we all want. That's what we all desire for our family. And I also know that in the crazy, busy activities and the days like I described at the beginning that don't always feel like they're going the way you plan, we need these tools to reach into does that make sense? We, we need to have these tools so we can reach for them and know that we, we have these quick ideas that will connect us immediately, even when we're having those days that we don't feel connection. Because at the end of the day, when we lay our heads down, maybe things didn't go as, as we planned. Maybe they weren't as smoothly as we had hoped. They didn't go as smoothly as we had hoped. But If we can think, yeah, I had those 10 minutes of really good connection, or I had those 30 minutes, they were awesome. Or we sat down at that family dinner and we talked and we looked in each other's eyes, or we had that after school snack, or I met my little guy at the bus stop and gave him the greatest hug and he told me about his day. When we have those little moments that we were intentional in creating, you know how that fills you up for the day and it it gets you through and knows, yeah, and you know, yes, I'm building this family the way I know we can, even among all this crazy that is thrown at us. Thanks for being here. I will see you back here on Thursday for a Together Armor episode. I hope you have a great day and I hope that at least one of these tips makes tomorrow a really awesome afternoon full of deep connection for you and your family. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.